Welcome to the Youth Energy Podcast. Uh, this is episode 0.5, the origin story. Uh, with most origin stories, we talk about why this is going on, how this happened. Um, I've always wanted to do a podcast, but I've always been in my own head, uh, thinking not a, not many people would even care if I did this, but the response was absolutely insane. So here we are. Um, I've been doing designs for 15 plus years, so along the way I've met a lot of different unique either artists or business owners, etc., um, clothing lines, just a little bit of everything. I've met a lot of tattoo artists, I've met some dentists, professional hockey players, and about a million bands. Um, so I thought it'd be really cool to talk to those people and kind of get to get to know them as well as find out what they do in their everyday life and how they became what they are. And I'd also like to take our mind off of things that is all the negative things that are going on in the world. Um, I know it's it's not a good thing to just turn a blind eye to these things, but you know, if we can take your mind off of things for just a couple hours, maybe <laughs> not a couple hours. I don't know how long these episodes will be, but let's just say a couple hours. Sure, let's shoot high. Um, and I also want to uh, I want to teach as much as I can as well for people who might be becoming freelance artists or are freelance artists or anything like that, or you know maybe just teach people um, ways to go about their business. Um, I wouldn't say I'm the best person to teach someone how to spend or save money, but I feel like I've learned a lot in the years that I've been doing this. Uh, So with that being said, I guess we'll go into um, a little backstory of of me. Um, I, I started really liking art at an early age. Um, my mom was an artist, so um, when I was young, she would take me and my sister to uh, schools, and she would paint giant murals of the mascots on like walls and stuff while my sister and I played. So I got to see her create artwork that way, and she would always make our costumes when we were kids and all that stuff. You know, she really liked saving money, which it showed because now I'm you know when you go about things in the cheap way and but the DIY way and that definitely was installed in my brain at a young age um with that being said i also liked um TMNT of course um Kevin Eastman's art style was just uh it was just dark and it wasn't perfect it was it was gritty like it didn't have to be perfect lines and i i thought that was really cool at a young age uh, and then, of course, like Bob Ross, that was a big thing we would watch with my mom. And she also would get these like VHS tapes of how to draw cartoon faces, and we'd watch those all the time. I can't remember the guy's name at all. I wish I would have looked that up before because it, it was a really funny show as well. And uh, from that, I got involved with the punk scene just by the music that I was getting into from Tony Hawk and 
liking Blink-182 and the Atticus comps and all that stuff. So the local scene around me whenever I was about 13 or 14 was a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say metalcore, but it was like early early stages of metalcore. Bands wanting to sound like Poison the Well, but doing it more of a, a mallcore style, I guess you would call it. And I couldn't, I didn't play any instruments or know how to do vocals like that. So I got into making show flyers for all my friends' bands. And so I started doing art on, a, I think it was a free copy of Corel Draw. It was either that or just regular Microsoft Paint, but I think it was a little bit of both. And I really liked doing that. And a lot of my friends would come to me for their flyers, which I thought was cool. So I've been doing show flyers since I was about 14, which is crazy to look back on. Um, and then from show flyers, it moved on to MySpace layouts. And uh, I would sit in like my friend's basement, my friend Pat. What's up, Pat? If you're listening, uh, we would make MySpace layouts together and he would help me with my clothing line that I, I started. It was a real stupid project, but it was fun. Um, and then I graduated in 2007, uh, graduated high school in 2007, and I plan I went to community college right after, right after high school, and I was just getting my basics because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Art wasn't like a major priority in my life yet. I was still really into just like going to shows and skateboarding still and all that, um, uh, and then, like, right after my first year of college, my dad was um, murdered. Uh, I'm not going to go into details right now. I'm sure I'll bring that up in a ne uh, another episode. Uh, but it kind of hit me to where I just wanted to run away from the area. So uh, even though my dad and I weren't super close, I still wanted to just get away from where I was used to. So I moved to Springfield, Illinois in about 2008 or 2009. And in, in uh, Springfield, Illinois, if none of you know what I'm about to talk about, it's, there's a community there. It's very small, but it's a tight-knit community of people that all went to this venue called the Black Sheep Cafe. And the Black Sheep Cafe played a pivotal role in... I would say my DIY and uh, artistic, what I wanted to do with art. There was just a lot of people that went there and all very like-minded individuals and everyone expressed themselves. And I thought that was really cool because I was used to, I mean, it's still in the middle of cornfield, but it was nothing like where I grew up. Um, and then from the Black Sheep, I met a lot of bands, uh, a lot of metal bands, a lot of hardcore bands. Uh, I did, I started to do more design work other than MySpace layouts. I started branching out and doing like t-shirt designs. And uh, my friends had a band they started in St. Louis that was called In the Mist of Lions, which they ended up getting pretty popular. Um, I did some t-shirt designs for them that sold really well, which kind of showed me that, hey, maybe I should do this. Uh, but it wasn't until 
uh, a band that I didn't know approached me through MySpace. Uh, I don't know how they found me, but they messaged me and asked me if I would do a shirt for them. And it was this band called Worthwhile from California, I think. Uh, they were like a pop-punk, melodic, hardcore fusion. I don't really know how to explain it. Uh, but that was like my first paying shirt gig. So it showed me that, hey, people are willing to pay me for this that don't know me. And that's when I uh, I started getting really into doing shirt designs. Uh, and uh, around that time, after I did that design for that band, um, I started singing in a band called Big Mouth that all my friends started. And the singer that was the original vocalist moved away. So I started doing vocals for that band. And along with that, I started doing all of our merch. So I worked on like our CD layouts and our tape cassette layouts and shirts and logos and all that stuff. So I kind of got like more first first-hand experience for working for myself instead of other people. And uh, at that same time, uh, we met some people from Milwaukee. We met Focus Minds, and I did a lot of shirt designs for them. And during that exact same time, I met my friend Dylan, who started Dog Years, and he wanted to do tapes for my band and Focus Minds. So he did tapes for both of us. And from there, he asked me for help on a release because he wasn't going to be in town to duplicate the tapes, so I did them for him. Which, funny story, uh, someone messaged him a couple years ago and said that the, the tapes that I duplicated didn't work. So, uh, yeah, that was my bad. But a couple months after that, he asked me to help with Dog Ears, and I started helping with Dog Ears around 2010 or 11, I think 2010. Um, and we were going to get a place together, but uh, as that was going on, my mom was going through a, a divorce with my ex-stepdad. He kind of uh, picked up and moved away, uh, which was super whack. It left my mom and my sister in a really bad place, so I ended up moving back home to take care of my mom and help her out. Uh, so obviously I quit my job I had in Springfield so I could move back home. Uh, when I moved back home, I didn't have a job. So uh, I started working at a me metal fabrication plant. And uh, it was pretty awful. It was like 110 degrees in the warehouse. Uh, no AC. No one really talked to you because it was so loud in there. Like, it was a good thing you could actually listen to music, which was cool, but, like, any of your coworkers were terrible, and your legs were sweating all day. You had to wear pants and boots. It was awful. You'd go home with, like, pieces of metal sticking out of your arm, like little shards of metal. I worked there for, like, two months, uh, and then This Is Hardcore came up. I think that was 2011 or 12. I think it was 11. And... I was gone for the weekend from work and I was supposed to be back on Monday or Tuesday and I called and I was like, yeah, I'm not coming back. So I basically just quit on a road trip with my friends and uh, when I got home, I was looking for jobs. I was trying to think of what I was going to do. Uh, I was going to go back to school actually to be a, 
This is really embarrassing to talk about now, but I was going to go back to school to be a D.A.R.E. officer. And then I was like, I put my paperwork in, I got accepted, and I applied for a, like a screen printing, like a screen cleaner job. Um, just basically to kill time before school started. And uh, I started working there, and I was, the whole time I was working, I was cleaning screens like the first month, and I realized I don't want to be a cop. Like, <laughs> what am I doing? I think I just did it because it's like a safe option. Well, at the time it was before things were starting to get really crazy. Um, but I also realized that I didn't want to be a part of that. I didn't want to be in a gang. You know what I mean? Uh, so, uh, yeah, working at the screen cr screen printer place, uh had a little bit of experience. I helped with some friends in Springfield, Illinois, so I kind of had a idea of what I was doing. Um, while I was cleaning screens, about two months into that job, my manager came up to me and he's like, hey, you know how to screen print? And I was like, yeah, actually I do. So I screen printed for a couple months, and then he's like, hey, do you know how to do artwork? And I was like, yeah, actually I do. So he put me in the office, and I was basically just pulling the vellums that would be burned for the screens all day, and that was all I would do was just print the artwork to be ready for, like, the next day. And from there, he realized that I actually knew what I was doing, and the guy that they had there for, like, eight years as an artist was giving him trouble, so they actually fired him and had me replace him, which is a pretty big deal because, like, I didn't know 100% what I was doing. I worked in Photoshop, but I didn't know how to vector. I didn't know how to do any of that stuff. I I never really used Illustrator before that. Uh, they were a strictly Corel company, and I knew a little bit about Corel from like when I was 14. Uh, so I was kind of forced to learn Corel. Uh, a lot of people make fun of Corel. Uh, I get it. It's kind of clunky, or it's kind of corny, but it's super user-friendly. I kind of, I work in all three still just because I was forced to use Corel at this old job. And uh, I worked there for like six years. Uh, I think around my third or fourth year there, I met my wife, and uh, she uh, she definitely changed my life, that's for sure. I was very immature when I met her, uh, didn't really know about life at all, and then uh, she kind of made me grow up, which I needed, and uh, that's when I started to really get serious about freelance stuff, because I didn't want to work for the place I was working anymore, it was turning turn into a shit show pretty much, um, yeah, from there... Uh, I started uh, getting down with the freelance and I started working with some tattoo artists and I realized that I could actually maybe one day become full-time freelance and support myself off of it. Not there yet, but I'm, I'm getting closer, that's for sure. And then uh, in 2017, my son was born and that's when I really, really started to pick it up with freelance and I have like stable clients now and contractors and stuff like that. So that's a little backstory of of me and uh, how I got involved with art. 
So from there, we'll go to, uh, we'll start talking about what I want to do with this podcast. I, uh, I really want to interview these people, get to know them. Oh, let you get to know them, I should say, because a lot of these people are I'm friends with now. Uh, I like to become friends with my clients and not look at them as clients, look them, look them as more of people, my friends, you know. Uh, yeah, it's cool that you get paid from these people, but it's also nice to make make friend in return. Sometimes it doesn't work out that way, but most of the time it does. Uh, I don't. I think my first episode will probably be with probably a band, just because that's that's a big part of how I got started. Uh, I know I want to interview my mom, so you guys can hear about her and how she got involved with art. Uh, I definitely want to interview more than just people that I've worked for. I want to interview fellow creatives that I really like. There's a lot of people that are just really killing it and. I think it would be cool to talk to some new fresh people, like some up-and-coming artists that I like. Uh, Someone brought up, uh, will there be a soda of the week or something like that? That was a question someone asked. Uh, I think that was Travis. Uh, Yeah, I like snacks and drinks, so I'm sure I'll probably throw that in there somewhere. Um, I know... Uh, I would like to offer coupon codes to people that listen. Like maybe I'll give you guys some money off design work or stuff from my shop. I think that would be cool. Um, uh, definitely want to start. I want to play music of stuff that I've been jamming. Uh, want to add those. I'm currently recording this on my iPhone, so. It'll get better. This is just, I want to get an episode out there so you guys kind of have an idea of what we're going to do. Um, I plan to get equipment. I've already had people offer to produce it for me, which is absolutely insane to me that people actually want to help. Uh, I have <laughs> I have a friend making an intro for me, which is cool. I also have a friend doing the logo for me, which is weird because I would just do the logo normally, but I I wanted to include all the people that I've done stuff for. I think that would be cool to do that. Um, What else was there? Oh, I wanted to do design challenges uh, for people who do do designs. Do do, yes, do do. Um, So I think that'll be a thing I eventually do where I don't know if we'll do a hashtag or something, but like I was thinking of one earlier, like uh, create a successful album cover using Comic Sans or something like that. Just something silly. Uh, I think it would be fun to get people involved in that way. Um, Yeah, so uh, that's basically what I want to do with this. And if you guys are along for the ride, hopefully you like this. I promise the other episodes won't be this awkward because I'll actually be talking to other people and not just myself. Because right now I'm just like yelling in the air with my headphones on, which is probably super awkward if anyone walked in right now. Luckily, uh, Chrissy's asleep and so is Arden. Uh, the only ones judging me right now are my cat. So. <sighs> um, so that'll be the end of this episode. I hope you all liked what you heard and are excited about the future. I recorded an episode the other night and I played it back and it was just absolutely awful. I let two people listen to it and they said they liked it, but that one will probably never see the light of day. Maybe eventually I'll do like a 
Patreon episode or something. Who knows? Maybe I'll do a Patreon. But yeah, that's uh, that's it. I hope everyone has a fantastic day or night whenever you listen to this. And uh, as my good friend Meg Fairless says, uh, community over competition. And that's a very important thing that I want to let everyone know on this podcast is let's not compete with each other. Let's help each other and let's do this together. All right. Later, y'all.